Welcome back to Grey Malkin Lane, the podcast where queer friends gather to review and discuss the original X-Men comics from the 1960s. Last week in episode 5, Trapped, One X-Men, we saw Professor X test the X-Men by sending them into space where they faced off against the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, and we had a lot to say about that. Welcome back to episode 6 called Submariner Joins the Evil Mutants. I'm here with three of my good friends. Uh, if you guys would each introduce yourselves, uh, let us know what your gender pronouns are, and uh, and I want to ask you the question today: Fuck, Mary, kill, <laughs> mastermind, the toad, and the vanisher. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> I know what kind of torture okay. is this. <laughs> my name is Heather, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. Oh, Chad, that's such a bad question. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Okay, I, I'm torn. I I know I want to kill the Vanisher. That's Um, but I'm torn because on the one hand, Toad's like super loyal. Amen. And so like, if I marry Toad, like I know that I have someone who is extremely loyal to me. But also, so I think as much as it pains me to say this, and I am in very real pain right now, (laughs) marry Toad and fuck Mastermind because maybe he can make me think that he's cuter than he actually is. And kill the Vanisher. Yes. Kill the Vanisher. (laughs) All right. My name is Taylor Nix. My pronouns are he, him, his, and... Oh God! Oh, this is the worst question you've ever asked. Child. Nurse! Oh, nurse! 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 I don't even know. Okay. <clears throat> do you have a Valium? I do not. Okay, sorry. Put the twins in there because I would definitely I mean, pick Quicksilver and Scarlet, whichever answer. You're gonna have to answer the be... sober. Oh damn! Okay. All right. So fuck. I would fuck. Toad. Because he jumps a lot, which means that he has really great glutes. <laughs> and I loves me a Lots nice power big there. bottom boy. Squeeze real tight. <laughs> <laughs> Does his hopping ability also translate to his Kegel ability? That's it's, what I'd like to it's know. It's all the same muscles. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, the hip complex. Is a, I'm a massage therapist, y'all. So I know yeah. all about the hip complex, honey. Uh, so, okay. I would fuck Toad. I would... Marry Mastermind because he could put me anywhere with his illusory powers. Um, and who was the other one? Vanisher. Vanisher. Yeah, I'll kill that. Kill, kill that fool. Oh, kill that fool. Shit. <laughs> I mean, the hood. The hood in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. That snakeskin hood is amazing. But the way he talks, too, it's yeah. like, you know, Vanisher. I told you three times already, do the dishes. I cooked. I cooked. You do the dishes. Ah, well, I'll just vanish the dishes. Blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, they're gone. But then, okay, Vanisher, let's go to Ikea and get some more dishes. Ah, fuck that. Like, I don't, I don't know. No, he's just going to go into Ikea and say, listen here, I'm going to steal all of your dishes next week. Yeah. He'll return in a week. That's and exactly what he'll do. That's exactly what he'll do. Uh... Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Me? Okay. I'm Corey. Uh, he, his, him are my pronouns. Uh, we're going to marry, murder, kill. That's correct? Fuck, marry, kill. Yeah. Mar- fuck. Murder marry, and kill are the kill. same thing. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> murder, death, kill. Um, so I think we're all killing the Vanisher. That's an easy <laughs> one because he's such a dick. He's not, he's not fun. His vanishing doesn't seem like it can be used in any fun, kinky way. So he's not gonna get fucked either. So, <laughs> right. I feel like I I'm gonna marry Toad because of the loyalty. He, like she said, it's the loyalty. The loyalty he gloms so. on okay. to power, but he's incredibly yeah. loyal. He's there. You can count on him. He's consistent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Consistency, while you know whether it's good or bad or neutral, consistency is good. In uh, a marriage, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then speaking of, I would have to fuck Mastermind because he. I mean anything's fair game like if you've got a kink or you want a new kink or you you just want something different to happen you know you i know want right? to bring in some other things you just that, you're curious yeah. about 
some stuff you're not comfortable with. You know? Right, right. You walk <laughs> Use your okay. own little danger room for mm-hmm. some experimentation. Exactly. You're like, Mastermind, I think tonight I want to be tentacle fucked. Oh. And he'll be like, all right, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Feel like you don't love me for me. <laughs> uh, so uh, my name is Chad. I am your host. Uh, I use he, him, his. I would uh, fuck the vanisher. Really? I feel like he would pay me really good money. <laughs> uh, I'm going to marry Mastermind because I feel like the sex would be really fun down the line, okay. although he's reprehensible. He is. And I'm a therapist by trade. I'm going to kill Toad because I don't do well with a lot of codependency. <laughs> Toad's real codependent. Yes, uh, he is. So welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going to start with X-Men number six. And oh my word, this issue has a oh, yeah. lot in it. Uh, it is action packed. It, yeah, it is. Whoosh. There's a, there's Clutch a my pearls. I'm so, getting the vapors reading this one. Let's begin. <laughs> let's begin with the cover. We have uh, twelve characters packed in. The Submariner's taking the central point. There is a giant magnet in the background. There is a castle. Uh, and of special note, we have a, a phrase here that says special guest star issue. I'll talk about that in a minute. Namor is a huge, huge character at Marvel, particularly uh, in the 40s and again in the 60s. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that in a minute. So having a guest star is actually a pretty big deal for the X-Men. We'll talk about that later. Another notable thing here, Marvel Girl has a brand new hairstyle yeah. and a brand new like cat, kitty cat mask. It's a little yeah. triangle, which she's kind of famous for, actually. Uh, she has a couple of particular costumes with this mask. But it's looking more similar to Scarlet Witch. It's like the reverse of Scarlet Witch. Yeah. In a way. Well, they didn't want Scarlet Witch to stand out too much because, you know, we, we want Jean. Scar- Jean's our girl. Jean's Scarlet our Witch has like a head sock. This is like a pointy <laughs> mask. It's not the same. But Wanda well, should almost... stand out because queen. <laughs> queen. What are your thoughts on the cover? What do you guys notice? I am so baffled by the tiny, tiny wings on Submariner's wings. Exactly. Uh, I was, know. What, what happens do those do here? in the water? Exactly. What, what purpose do they, do they serve? And, like, floppy and weird? Waterlogged. And I they talk about that in the issue, but like, yeah. you think what? if he comes out of the water and like goes into the air during the transference, there's like a few floppy moments I, where yeah, yeah, yeah. I love his feet wings <laughs> and his eyebrows. He looks like uh, a I mean, literally, drag queen. He's like in half drag. The I, whole... Episode, no, not episode, but issue. I kind of wonder if they based Spock partly on the Submariner because the Submariner has been around be since the forties. He does look like a oh my gosh, he looks a, like a Vulcan. A, a Vulcan, yeah. <laughs> Pointy yeah. ears, little red bathing yes. trunks. Was fantastic. He looks tips. like a Vulcan, like his makeup, but he's more like the other fantastic. one. What's the other one? The Vulcan. There's Romulans. the Vulcan, and then there's Romulans. the Romulans. Yeah. I have never seen Star Trek ever, but I know these things. <laughs> well, Heather, if you were, if you could choose. Would you be more of a Vulcan, which are more intellectual, or would you be more of a Romulan, which is more, which are more uh, r- r- emotional? I mean, there's a part of like the part of me that wants to think that I am very, you know, highbrow and intellectual. I uh-huh. want to say Vulcan, but I know it's probably Romulan. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> It yeah. would be completely real. <laughs> okay, so some of us have a reprint of X-Men number six, which is from the X-Men Hidden Year series from the from the 90s. It has a different cover on it. Namor's <laughs> looking hot. What are your oh, thoughts on the X-Men so earlier? Okay, this is the oh, cover so I saw so first. So and my very first thing was he's just this ghost-nippled Aquaman's cousin elf elven amazingness mm-hmm. and, and the fish have so human good. teeth and i don't understand yeah there's yeah. a real weird fish on this cover. yes the um what's it called the incredible mr limpet makes a makes a cameo appearance on the cover that's great but his fish friend behind him there's no teeth there like a normal fish well but you can't really see his teeth so he might you don't know he's, just, you don't he's know not screaming life. loud enough and you can't see his ankle wings <laughs> he's not <laughs> screaming loud I, that has to be the only the only reason that that's happened like oh, what do you want him to look scared how do you get him to look scared <laughs> okay give him human teeth so give to him open teeth. to open today's episode i want to talk a little bit about the the marvel universe itself we have uh, uh, several other series going on, some solo titles like The Incredible Hulk He's like so and hot. Spider-Man. We have team titles like The Fantastic Four and The Avengers. So Namor first appeared, he 
he's one of the very, very first Marvel characters from like 1939. Uh, he is meant to be an Atlantean prince, and the origin story that he's granted uh, way back in the late 30s, early 40s, is that a human man named Leonard Mackenzie is on a sailing vessel. He meets a blue-skinned Atlantean princess named Fen, and they have this child who then ends up becoming the emperor of Atlantis over time. So he's born back in the 1920s. Uh, for a while, they hint that he could be the world's first mutant. And in this issue, we learn that he is a mutant. And if you're a mutant, it means you have this like special part of your DNA. So mm. if that's the case, he's a hybrid human Atlantean, but he's also a mutant. Now we got to take a giant step back. They reveal many years later that thousands of years ago, there's a section of humanity that sunk into the ocean. And then they evolutionarily became this race of water-breathing, blue-skinned, Atlanteans, and they have a whole empire under the sea, and Namor is the leader of all of them. Uh, after his mother dies and his grandfather, who's the emperor, he becomes Prince Namor. So in the 40s, he joins a, a team called the Invaders, which is Captain America, the original android Human Torch, and he's a huge character through the early issues of the 40s. The Fantastic Four comes out in 1963, or 62, I actually don't remember the year, in the 60s. And in issue number four of the Fantastic Four, the Human Torch, who's kind of the Iceman character of the, he's the jokester of the team, is walking down the road and he sees a homeless man with a long beard. And he's like, you kind of look like the Submariner. And he burns off the man's beard and splashes him with water. And he's like, I am the Submariner. Uh, <laughs> and we learn this in space, bitch. God. We learn that the what Submariner... The, I know. How many people did he do that to before he was right? We could review to the Fantastic Four. We could lawyers, <laughs> and are they good? We could review the Fantastic Four issues, and they're uh, just as fun. But Namor, we learn, has been amnesiac for decades and living as a homeless man in New York. Cool. So he is all over the comic books wow. in the early '60s. He fights the Fantastic Four. He wants to conquer humanity. He has Atlantean wars, uh, like with the surface world. But he's also their ally. He has a huge crush on the Invisible Woman, who he refers to as his love in this issue at least mm. once. Uh, he also interacts with the Avengers quite a bit. He's one of the Avengers' first foes. Uh, in Avengers number two, the Hulk quits the team. And then in the next issue, he and the Submariner team up to try to kill the Avengers. Oh. So uh, the Submariner is a huge name in Marvel at this time. So this is the first issue of the X-Men that really cements it very firmly in the Marvel Universe. We've seen kind of references before, but this like shows us that they are connected to all of these other teams. So before we even start the issue review, let's talk about the Submariner himself for just a minute. What were you guys' thoughts on him? We'll talk about him more in the issue, of course. <laughs> but tell me what your thoughts on the Submariner were, and, and uh, now that you've learned a little of his history, what are your reactions? Okay, well, I think... First of all, I want to I want to go back to the cover because I did I talk about the composition? Go ahead. So, being a comic uh, sequential artist myself, I pay attention to things like this. I've noticed over the course of the issues, the characters have been in various states of like clusters and just like the composition of the covers hasn't been as good as it is now and every ensuing issue i look at i can tell that whoever is penciling the covers is learning more about composition and balance so that's something that i really wanted to make a point on is this when this comic first started it was started in a hurry and, well, it, it seems like it was kind of rushed. You know, I could be wrong about that. But... Yeah, there's, there's some plot holes. <laughs> and, well, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and so just by looking at the, the evolution of the covers, you can tell that whoever the penciler is, and maybe it's a different penciler altogether, but the covers are getting better, and they're getting more balanced and more composed. We've never talked, just a sidestep here, we've never talked about the X-Men logo, which I love. The jagged cornered X with the, the blocky letters. It's, mm. I, I think it's big and bold and I love it. Uh, so, okay, let's talk about the Submariner for a minute. Submariner. What are, what are your thoughts on him as a character, as a villain? I think it's interesting because he, again, he's a very big personality, but in a different way than we've seen in characters, villains. He's got that sedity, like, noble... Yeah, because he is royalty where yeah. he's from. Yeah. And he's used to that. And so even when he's interacting with anyone else, he still is like, no, I 
am royalty and you're going to treat me as such. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, like, we stand someone who knows what they deserve. But <laughs> also, that- like, because you were talking about how he's in love with the Invisible Woman and everything, and he has a little thing with the Scarlet Witch in this issue. And so there's a part of me who's like, okay, so he's just, like, your standard love-spurned dude, because he's like, Unrequited. No. He's like, oh, I'm never going to, you know, ally with people on the surface ever again because I was jilted by the Invisible Woman, you know, type of thing. And it's like, bruh. There are other fish in the sea, literally for you. Literally. He's he's incredibly arrogant. He's an arrogant personified. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. That actually brings me to one of the first points when I when I started reading the comic today. And he meets up with Magneto. Oh, let's let's save that part so we get. Can we? There. Okay. Okay. We'll save it. Okay. My my only thought about him as just a character in general was uh, I've read the first couple issues, but I haven't read. three and four uh so for me this is at least the first time there's some a character with a little bit more texture like he's not straight he's not completely bad altogether he's not completely good altogether. we can't put him there. in we can't put him in a slot right now yeah so it's kind of a wild card yeah so he's it's more complex like there's there's much more depth here now than yeah. hey bad thing mm-hmm. let's go shoot it with the laser eyes Right. He is he is a character who looks different than everyone else in his empire. Everyone else is blue-skinned. They have a very complex governmental system. He is their leader, clearly. He's a monarch. And we have humans keep trying to involve him in their affairs, but he does not see himself as human. He is Atlantean through and through. I actually really love the Submariner. He's a, he's a complicated, kind of strange character. <laughs> Boy, is he strange in this issue. But, <laughs> but I kind of love him uh, overall. Uh, and he's certainly unlike any villain we've seen oh, come yeah. before Well, he's this. got a wide gamut of powers, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got super strength. He can fly. He's got, he can, he can, he can fly, or at least he can, like, jump and hover, yeah. kind of like Princess Peach and Super Mario Brothers 2 or something like that. <laughs> he can fly. He like, has his ankle wings. Yeah. She had the the ankle, ankle wings? That's, that's, that's fucking stupid. I do not <laughs> accept that. What, where did they come from? Is it like a Hermes reference? It's Is part he, of his powers. That's the thing. The, as I was thinking about god. Hermes too, but it's the wrong fucking god. <laughs> it's the wrong god. That's actually exactly what I was thinking. So he, he breathes underwater, super durable, super strong. We learn later if he's super out of the water, if he's out of the water too long, he grows weaker. But if he gets touched by water, he gets strong again. And sometimes like he Captain has Planet. Is it salt water or regular water. It's salt water. And well, I think it's both. And sometimes he has fish powers. Every once in a while, <laughs> what the fuck is a fish power? Every once in a while, he'll like zap someone like an electric eel, oh, or okay. you know, okay. stuff like that. It's uh, just bite someone like a shark. <laughs> but it just shows up once in a while, and he's got like a full military at his backing. Like he has the, the whole Atlantean Empire behind him, right? He's he's a pretty powerful dude, yo. Okay, are we ready to begin our review of X-Men number six? Yes. I certainly hope so. This is going to be so much fun. This first page, we probably could have spent a whole hour on this first page. I know. (laughs) Okay, so we open the issue to find the X-Men are sitting together and having a meal. Uh, The cook has the day off, so Marvel Girl is taking a turn in the kitchen. <laughs> Let's start Clearly, there. Obviously. Which like, is not the best idea because, because all I... she knows how to make, apparently, are, like, dry-ass biscuits and pickles no, and some sort this. of fucking I, pie. Because they're having pie, it's the dessert. It's after dinner. Why the fuck yeah, are pickles on the table for dessert? But also, why the fuck is Marvel Girl cooking the why the fuck is she cooking the That's food? That's why they're eating pickles and pie because Look at how is. look at how stately, how stately and professional Angel looks. He could cook. Angel Angel's looking real good here. Angel and look at Hank here. He's too posh to cook. He's even too posh to speak. He's thinking. He's it's thinking. Like, You're I also absolutely love right. What Angel is thinking. He's basically telling Cyclops to smile more in his head. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so Beast is reaching for the sugar, and Cyclops zaps him with an optic blast as a little prank. Yeah. Not, not, not enough to hurt him. Yeah. And, you know, they're finding some amusement. Uh, Beast is reading a book of advanced math. Advanced, advanced math. Advanced math. Not just regular math. Just the advanced kind. And Iceman, <laughs> although, you know, this is not how science works, he just creates ice. There's no sugar or cream. <laughs> That's what, so this is interesting because he's I was got thinking ice powers too. as well as making sweets powers, then there's much, he's much higher than I Omega mean, when it level. comes to fuck, marry, kill, next, I mean, 
I'm not going to be here for a few weeks, but like, if you want to do a fuck Mary kill with Iceman, then I would Iceman, Iceman plus Candyman. Oh yeah. Uh, so Iceman uh, is topping his cake with with it snow. Like anything. But before he can eat it, Jean Grey yanks it away, trying to teach him a lesson about manners. You need to use a fork. <laughs> Which is adorable. So she's the cook and the Bobby mom now as well. She's like she's taking over the motherly role Don't too. Don't get early started. <laughs> you know I have a note how for Professor Axe feels thing. about table manners. <laughs> Next time, use your fork. It's like, uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, fine. Okay, whatever. so it's the sixties. It's the sixties, y'all. Professor X is reading the newspaper. He's heard a lot about the Submariner uh, recently and thinks we need to find him. And simultaneously, on his. So Magneto was back on the or on the asteroid last issue. It was destroyed. Now they're back on the island again. Magneto's <laughs> thinking, we need to find the Submariner. So <laughs> Professor X and Xavier are just trying to fuck with each other. They both want to get him first. Uh, but first, there's a, a series of panels of just funny hijinks among the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. What, mm. do, you, what do you guys think? Well, Bye. first and foremost... Oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. First and foremost, <clears throat> I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but... Magneto keeps forgetting to take his blood pressure medication. <laughs> and every single time you see him, especially in the first panel, he's just like... I think he's so mad. He's very constipated. He's very constipated. Yes! Toad calling him master just kills me every time. I know. But also, in this whole series of panels... Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are like precious siblings. I love them so much. They are much. so cute together. Absolutely. Yeah. So Magneto, the inking has gotten the the inking has gotten well. Yeah. Better yeah, too. Colorful costumes and it had to. Mm-hmm. Um. The one thing I noticed amongst all the hijinks, I feel like Angel slipped in the the Homo Superior in there, and that was such a great opportunity for Professor X to be like, "Hold up, son, back up. That's not how we think." Like he sort of did that, but he also didn't check Angel, which. He's, Angel seems like someone who could be checked. It wouldn't be a bad thing. Professor X is Kurt not checked. about to do that. Charles <laughs> is a dick. Yeah, yeah, it's ongoing. So Magneto has a, an, a wall of future guns, and he pulls one off, and Mastermind creates some Cyclops illusions. Did you just call them future guns? Yeah, they look like future guns. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot. I was looking to there. see if like did I miss them calling them future guns? <laughs> no, that's all chat. <laughs> Magneto shoots a gun and it at, at the Cyclops illusion and it knocks over a wall and Quicksilver has to save Scarlet Witch and then Magneto zaps Mastermind like they're just they're Wait, all over each okay, other. Okay, okay, so I have a question because did they did they actually explain where this hologram came from? Came like, from Mastermind. Yeah. It came Mastermind from Mastermind. He chose Mas- that oh, moment in time right, to fucking right. practice his. His yeah. skills on Magneto. Yeah, because he said, I was just practicing my illusions, Magneto. I meant no harm. I mean, right. I mean, to throw right. your okay, enemies okay, okay, at your okay. face, surprisingly. I think he's trying to lure Scarlet Witch down the hall so he can get her alone again. Mastermind's oh. got a thing. I think we're alone Mastermind. now. Mastermind. Okay, and then this Don't is... Don't Tiffany for me. Okay, here's here's another side conversation. Okay, we need to, we need to pause for just a minute and talk about telepathy. Hi. So, Professor X is a telepath. And I I took some time to, like, go through the issues and make a list. Here's what we've seen him do so far. He can read minds and communicate his thoughts very clearly. He can erase or alter memories or identities, even making people forget their powers. Mm. He can track minds. So there's, like, an energy that it gives off. He can sense when there's, like, certain super-powered beings around them. Sometimes he needs machines to amplify his powers. He also can uh, manifest creepy eyeballs and, like, let them float over the city as he's looking for things. (laughs) But in this issue, we see Professor Xavier separate his astral self, his spiritual self, from his body. It rises out of his body, which is something Doctor Strange can do in the comics. Oh, it's expected of Doctor Strange. His physical form is left behind, and his astral mind can wander. He, like, walks into the ocean... But Magneto does the how same the, how thing. How the fuck does he do the same fucking thing? Maybe Xavier. Heather. But since when does, does mag controls over magnets give you astral projection? So I, I, know. Think, I don't think the writers intended for it to be even connected to magnetism. So listen here. It says, he transforms all of his vast mental energy into an illusory figure of himself. That's not how It also says works. that his brain That's power is second only to work. Professor X. Well... 
So Magneto oh. is in this issue. You can't not just only write is... that and give him permission, though. <laughs> no, he's not only astrally projecting. He like communicates his thoughts with other people in this issue. Is he using a machine? Like what the fuck? No, he's using his little funny, fun little seventies egg chair. He's always just like <laughs> that is comfortable as shit. I feel like he took some drugs, or <laughs> nah, maybe he did a little would, ayahuasca. In the very yeah, maybe he, he did a little on, ayahuasca little that morning. He's on L. LSD. So yeah, there's this is like a major continuity gap. You he is never a telepath again. It is not something that happens. Well, maybe in like in these early issues it happens a few more times. I don't But remember. then again, here's the thing though. Like when it comes to astral projection and telepathy, like, okay, so I'm just gonna get a little witchy for a second here. Let's Everybody has the capacity to do that. Like right. every human Even being, every project. Homo sapiens has the ability to astral project. And uh, remote, remote viewing is another thing that we have, we know that it, it, is, it is a possibility exactly. for the, the homo sapien mind to do that. So maybe... It's the homo superior mind. Maybe if it's the homo superior mind. Then but do you wonder, it's, this is the If 60s, you know you can do it, is, then you can do it. This is, they were doing, this is lots of, you know, flower power, LSD studies and stuff. Could this be a little mm -hmm. nod to like... Our power, we're so superior in our minds, we don't need to be awoken or anything. We're just... We just if yeah. your brain is strong the, enough, you yeah. can, yeah. you know, walk into the ocean as mm -hmm. a spirit and well, leave your body Walk to yeah. people. Walk into the ocean. Not, Not roll Xavier. into a naturally projected wheelchair. <laughs> walk yes, into the ocean. I would so, have liked to see this in a movie. Like, in, the, in, in like a... In like a uh, Flashback? Full-length, like, like one of the X-Men movies... Is like did origins? Professor Xavier actually do something like that? Like, didn't he no. project his consciousness? No, okay, I don't believe so. Not like not like it's shown here, where it's like is his spirit in oh. the form of his body oh. walking around. I don't. Okay, think he saw that. well then I guess I should leave. <laughs> no, don't leave. Bye, guys. <laughs> okay, so next panel, and here's another funny thing. We've been wondering why the beast is called the beast, and Professor X says. Though we call you the beast, your skill and agility far exceed that of any member of the animal kingdom. Oh, no. Right. Do you think that's why they nicknamed him that? Because I still think it's a bizarre code name. It could just be I... like a retcon. Like, let's let's add this in because that'll make it look like that's what the <laughs> name Beast Because he's more agile. A beast is like rolling around on a ball, on top of a ball, on a high panel, wire. And the next panel when they're all in the danger room, they all look like legit circus acts. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. And then you it's see, like bloody sex is so light. Room, looking through the looking through the doorway like a voyeur Just peeking around. Uh -huh. <laughs> We've got ice hey, lassos. We've got spinning blocks. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next panel, Professor X now leaves his own body, and he and Magneto are both astrally projecting to find Namor in the ocean first. He's slowly it's, walking into the it's water. So resolute. Look at his wall. I Look know, at that third it, panel. Like he is, he is marching. He and is he's like, marching if only my down. physical body were as free as my mental image, but even the great mutant power of my brain is not enough to cure my helpless flesh and blood. Uh, legs. Because we were all thinking that, so yeah. the writer was like, exactly. "Explain that away, really." He's, yeah, he's walking past. You know what? About it. You want to know what? That's that's another thing from like old comics and old cartoons that happens a lot. Which even when I was a little kid watching like He Man and stuff like that, I was like. Why are you describing what is clearly <laughs> happening on screen right now? It's redundant. He's walking so past much. all of the presumably human-toothed fishes <laughs> in the ocean. Uh-huh. And then he senses Magneto, so he kind of hides in the background. Well, uh, no, he leaves. He, he totally leaves. I read that page twice. I had to decide. Did he leave? Did he, he go invisible? Next, like no, I, wasn't, I wasn't entirely sure, but <laughs> I, I think that he just kind of left. No, he left, because it says, when next we meet, it shall be a, a time oh. of my own choosing. I'll return to my Well, and then you can yeah. see from, from first to second, you see his feet floating up, so yes. you get the illusion of <laughs> But he's also, going he's floating to the surface rather than just going yeah. back to his butt mm -hmm. but also of course the master manipulator wants to be in charge of the next time and place he meets sure Charles yeah. is a dick yeah. oh if it happens <laughs> Taylor's saying it this That's time a new, new uh intro yeah, okay and for all of the art twice an episode and okay for all of the art and illustration nerds out there if you look at the last panel of page five the foreshortening on that little rainbow fish down there. Yes. Bar none, honey. Is that like a foreshortening? Depth thing it's a depth okay. thing. Yeah, it's when you put when you put a limb in perspective, and it looks shorter. But there are ways in which 
to make the limb look shorter but not like mutated or uh-huh. weird you know and they did a really good job on that fish yeah for us it just looks realistic right like for yeah. someone like me that doesn't understand wouldn't look at it the same way as you. Really like, oh, that looks like a good yeah. fish. So Astral Magneto finds Submariner's pretty pink and orange <laughs> castle. And inside he... I'm so glad that yeah, Chad... The palette is great. I've got topic. a green one in mind. Oh, yeah. I guess it depends on what, how the reprint where? happens. Green and orange there. Oh, uh, yeah. And like he finds... He finds <laughs> a, a, Namor inside ranting and raving about how lonely he is. <laughs> it's like very Shakespearean. <laughs> Again! <laughs> The he Fantastic Four. And did you notice he's underwater, but he's sitting in front of a flaming yes. torch? Yes. <laughs> okay, I need to narrate this bubble. Can I narrate <laughs> this bubble? This is great. Again, the Fantastic Four have defeated me. Again, the girl I love has spurned me. <laughs> Though I am prince of the deep, mm-hmm. monarch of the sea. My titles are hollow, my kingdom is empty and meaningless. <laughs> if only you had the eyebrows. To oh, go yeah. with that. If only, if you only. Uh, could you so, feel it? I could feel it. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. So Magneto feels like uh, Namor is far too arrogant or angry for him to speak with. So instead he finds... Have I seen such anger I can't, can't, human You can't talk to this man. Look at him. <laughs> finds uh, uh, uh well let's talk about atlantean fashion for a moment like the roman empire called and they want their suits back but yes, he doesn't they dress do. anything like his his he's subjects or they're all they have this sword. red he's like, in a speedo yeah. the whole time and is that is that made out of fish skin a banana is that hammock sort of with no banana type situation there like he's mastermind wearing... comments on it later oh he's just shooting a swimsuit like, <laughs> like whatever like scales are those real scales so How his fish friends feel about that so Magneto tempts... <laughs> How do his fish friends feel what about... What makes you think he has friends? He's... Uh, mm. Now I want to Namor... He doesn't have friends. subjects. Now I want to Namor and his fish friends cartoon. <laughs> watch the shit out of that. So Magneto projects his thoughts, because again, telepath now, uh, to the this like underling. greedy, greedy underling who then will later convince Namor to go seek out Magneto on the surface. Okay, smart. This is a little bit of the of this Magneto equals Satan effect. Like Magneto equals the Satan. (laughs) And so he does he does play to that archetype here more obviously than any other time I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a tro- it's such a trope, right? Like you just you trick, the, totally. trick the, the next guy into you know he's a bad person. He's gonna do all your dirty work for mm-hmm. you. You don't have to think about it. You mm-hmm. just know that he's gonna fuck shit up, and you're gonna swoop mm-hmm. in. And if I can get this ally, I can conquer the planet. Totally. Well, Not only can I sense magnetic energy, so I can charge. I can control him. Well, when he first shows up to this little underling, and he goes, and the underling goes, "Who? What are you?" And he goes, "I am Magneto. That is all you need know. I am here to give you power beyond your wildest dreams. Like, mm. be a little bit more dramatic there, Magneto." <laughs> wildest dreams. So back on the surface, Professor X has been tracking some happenings in the ocean, and he has pinpointed Magneto's island. He's also been tracking Magneto, who's supposed to have a helmet that blocks telepathy. That blocks his. Yeah. But but regardless, he's done his detective work. He charters or owns a pirate ship of some kind. He just sees his no. body. He doesn't see his head. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's like an old galley ship, like yeah, yeah. A, a galley, like a Spanish galleon, yeah. <laughs> so there's a there's a series happening right now called The Marauders that's being published with uh, the X Men on a pirate ship. And Score! It, it, it's so good. It's <laughs> really so good. I love it yeah. so much. Yeah. But uh, but this is their first time on a pirate ship. Uh, so we can flash forward through this. They're looking for the island a little bit. Now we have the underling convincing Namor to go to the surface. Uh, what do you think of Namor's crown? <laughs> it's something all right it <laughs> is something else it is everything to me i want this crown well and then his his cape is all is that fur it yeah. looks like fur is Under, it underwater like fur? why in the world Snow. are you gonna wear fur under the no, under like the Jones. fucking ocean <laughs> yes and then he takes his little ship his little green ship with an s on the front up to the surface his little green ship <laughs> okay do you so think he ship. would take offense to that the ship. okay <laughs> if you look at this thing it's, it looks like a little airplane, like airplane wings, like that's yeah. that's typical. But look at the top. There's a dorsal fin. Yeah. So it's, wait, what? It's Atlantean design. Regular wings with the little dorsal fin. Yes. Let me show I you. I love it. Let me show you. 
Oh. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it looks backwards too. It looks like the ship is drawn backwards. Anyway, that's Well, and now he's got a blue me. hat on instead of his his crown. Or is that the driver? That's his is hair. he the driver? That's his hair. Mm. Is that his hair? Yes. Oh, you don't good want to wear him. the crown while you're driving. Yeah. No. So it's Magneto, a safety hazard. Magneto learns from his underling that he's a mutant for the first time. He's Why is there an S on the on the front of his ship? Submariner. Submariner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but his but name he, is Namor. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But, he's but a his first name is Steve. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that is not canon. Steven. It is. You ever seen Big Daddy? Scuba Steve. <laughs> Oh, oh, another fun Submariner fact. In Avengers number four, which takes place before this, he's the one that finds Captain America frozen in the iceberg. Oh, shit. And he oh, chucks the iceberg and it lands in the ocean and it melts and Captain America pops out. So He's like, I, I want to meddle, but not like too much. I don't want to be in this, but I'll... <laughs> the, I'm not a part of this. If but... the human torch had never shaved his beard with fire and dumped water on him, then Captain America would never have come out of the iceberg. Oh, man. Good point. You never know. So we owe wow. Steve Rogers to just the freaking <laughs> audacity of, of the <laughs> torch so he uh he arrives on the island and uh magneto this is says, Taylor's favorite part this is my favorite part okay <laughs> submariner i knew you'd come i am magneto this is my island silence <laughs> <laughs> speaking of audacity <laughs> none should speak in my presence uh so these two uh they're the battle of the egos is, is kind of wonderful but you gotta objectively respect Magneto. Like he's got a goal in mind, so yeah. he's mm-hmm. letting he's letting the prince be but, the prince. But like I said, like, like yeah, it's a, it's a very Machiavellian kind of situation. He knows how he should be treated. We stand yeah. someone who knows what they deserve. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's, he's not he's not cocky. He's confident. He's self he's self aware. That's how he was raised. <laughs> That's what he does. Magneto <laughs> is very eager to be uh, called master by the others, but yes. he sees Namor as an equal, and so he grabs Scarlet Witch's arm and says grab her by the arm. He's probably afraid of him too. If he sees Namor, if Namor sees this pretty girl, then he'll want to stay forever. Putty, putty in our hands. Leave Scarlet Witch alone, y'all. I know. Stop okay. objectifying her. No, but can I objectify her real quick though? Just about like, her. I want, I'm sorry to objectify her, but look at Okay. They really pin her thighs very well in this. I've got they a real sure crush on Scarlet Witch, but also they need to like, leave her the fuck alone. They did a really good job of, you know, if someone's going to be turning into putty, it's not going to, it's going to be an easy, cool. yeah, an easy yeah. transformation. You like yourself a pair of thighs, Corey. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think this podcast needs a straight voice. <laughs> I agree. If, if you saw a girl with a nice pair of thighs, but also wearing that headpiece... <laughs> Would you still take her home? And the cake. Where are we? Is this like a bar? It is 2 a.m. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Walking down the street. Last call. Okay, and here's the most cringeworthy moment in the whole comic for me, and there are several... But the Scarlet Witch is admiring how slim and muscular yes. Namor how is. Yes, how slim he looks. She goes to wave, but it accidentally sets off her powers. I feel like you know, she should know better. I feel like she should. Careful. No, if you wiggle I, your fingers, it's like it's like uh, it's like Samantha on Bewitched. If you wiggle your nose, the spell's gonna happen. Yeah, she goes to tap him on the shoulder, and she's like, "Oh no, I just carelessly made a gesture." And it's like, "Bruh, you should know how your power works by now." Like, it chill. makes her seem like like a fumbling teenager, like like trying to flirt and like end like up it. asking. If well, you know, <laughs> maybe just maybe seeing maybe seeing Namor with his rippling trapezii and his big old latissimus dorsi mm-hmm. and his nice hind quarters underneath that scaly green speedo girl. His pose right Hormones. there, like that pose. Hormones. How can you not want to look at that? Oh, no. So Mastermind is jealous. Yeah. The Scarlet Witch is noticing another man. And we have quotes. So that's the famous Submariner. He's just a man in swimming trunks. What a disappointment. And then the toad <laughs> chimes in. the guy in a trench coat. I know. <laughs> it's not even a trench coat. It's like an old bag. And then the toad chimes in. See the wings on his feet. See the wings on his feet. How small they are. Of what use can they be? So now toad, toad made voicing, a really good point. Yeah, he's voicing what we all feel here. He does have a brain. Uh, and look at his face. <laughs> Madam Madrigal or some shit. Angel is... tail vibes from him. All the way. <laughs> yes. yes. Angel is scouting, and so for the next several pages, we get these crazy hijink battles between the X Men and the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, uh, and it's 
kind of a lot of fun, actually. You like, want to know something wing interesting? Wings fight here. Like we've got we've got <laughs> Mr. Giant Wings versus Mr. Teeny Wings, and you gotta wonder if that comes into play in Prince Namor's head. Like, oh wow, his wings are a lot bigger than mine. Size matter. Oh yeah. Wing and Oh god. Oh, no. Do oh. Have any... Is that why his ego's so big? Because he has a tiny dick. Oh. <laughs> well. Well, you can't see anything in that banana hammock that he's wearing. He's constantly so. underwater. There must be a shrinkage problem. Oh. <laughs> you think he's evolved past that though? <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's like internal. Maybe it only comes out. It like comes <laughs> like out of a slit when he's aroused. Ooh, it's more utilitarian Ill. than. than oh, that's anything. like that's like a, a shape of water. Did you You're see shape of water? Right. That's yeah. how the fishman. The fishman. Well, then maybe, maybe he does. Zoinks. Uh, but you also <laughs> remember he he lived hot. on the surface world as an amnesiac a homeless man for decades too. Time. You can't forget. <laughs> oh my god. He did. Yeah, you, that, yes, that's that true. was he did so for nasty. Ned. Amnesia okay. joke. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, I'm, uh, you'll catch up later. Okay. So, <laughs> Namor or Magneto uses his magnet to destroy the X Men's pirate ship, and we see Iceman like kind of using his uh, ice slides really impressively. Yes, mm-hmm. which is like his main power use yeah. for decades to come. Like ice yeah. slides everywhere. So yeah. ice, it's, he it's, uses it's, that to travel. Yeah, yeah. It's an easy one, but I I got to thinking. Uh, we all know he's like he's Omega level and all that, but he mm-hmm. I get Green Lantern vibes from him. I feel like creativity is his only limit. He could he could do anything. Anything you yeah. could do anything. I can do anything except it's cold. It's like Green right. Lantern, but it's got to be cold. Yeah, yeah, I, it, yeah. I see I that. Mean, he does, does uh, we, he, we've he seen doesn't him, need the moisture in the air or anything. We've like seen him just, make grenades and horses and and airplanes. Transform so far. gloves, transmutate. Excuse me, gloves into ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> Mastermind creates a big thorny forest, and Professor X uh, says, Cyclops, just walk through it right now. Like, uh, he knows it's an illusion, obviously, mm-hmm. but he's, like, testing testing their loyalty. I like that. And that, that easy test. He just, he didn't even question it. He just wins. I also love well, perfect for Cyclops, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, just slightly earlier than that, I love I agree. how Iceman calls Beast, Beastie Deer. That is cute. He says, Wait, have no fear, that. Beastie Where Deer. Is that? Help is Where is Oh, yeah, I see it. Okay, so it's on page 14, panel 3. Oh, 14. And it cracks me up. I have no fear, Beast of Deer. Oh, Help that's great. Deer. Because Help now someone else gets it instead of just, just Jane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and this is like of... one of the first little the first little uh, swirlings of his that's him being alternative an ally. Yeah. sexuality. Well, I also feel like he's just being a prick a little bit. <laughs> so. Being a prick to the person that's being a prick to the other person. Sure. <laughs> When does it end? <laughs> so uh, the the fight continues, and at a certain point, uh, Namor hears Magneto screaming at the Scarlet Witch. He says, I will not ally myself with someone who speaks to a female such as you do. And Magneto officially turns against Namor. But like, okay, so he's got Namor, chivalry now. Like, some, there's some some sort of honor there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, he is a noble. He's from the nobility. So although. It, Okay, so Heather, let's put this in real life. You're 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 in a bar, and a guy flirts with you so and says something really rude to you when he's rejected. And another man walks over and says, "Do not speak to the female that way." <laughs> I mean, obviously no. Like mm, that has serious neckbeard vibes, and I don't need it. <laughs> oh, my lady. Neckbeard. Does does thou need protection? Oh my God, the X Men fight neckbeard in the next issue. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> own way like th- you see like a little bit of that honor and chivalry like yeah he's definitely a dick but like he at least has some moral code and like i see yeah. that it's a good way to complicate his yeah. like you, it's, yes again he's hard so to one come of the down things on. that makes him so complex yeah. he's not just a villain he's not he's a he's a loose cannon yeah he is he's He's very self-aware. That's for damn sure. Yes, he is. <laughs> so Namor has officially turned against the Brotherhood now. The Brotherhood decides to leave, but Scarlet Witch can't find Quicksilver. Professor X has taken mental control of him. She refuses to leave, so Magneto leaves them both behind. Like, fuck mm-hmm. both of you. You you are gone. We're going to leave without you. Mm-hmm. And he just flies away with Mastermind well, and Especially because my safety is all that matters. Only yeah. through my leadership can Homo Superior take over the Earth. So I just, I, as a therapist, I just kind of want to diagnose every character always. But Magneto, you know, we know he has PTSD. That's clear. Oh, yes. But he's got narcissistic personality yes, disorder. He he's probably bipolar and on like manic, like yeah. manic right now. 
he is well, an then, asshole well, in this issue. Well, then there's like a the perfect toast. recipe, though. He's 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 he he's this weak, uh, from our, my understanding, Jewish child, and then he goes through this trauma, and then he finds out, wait, I'm not powerless. Mm-hmm. I'm more powerful than mm-hmm. everyone. Like you understand yeah. it. But then, <laughs> but then, and here's the th- here's the interesting point about that, though, is that he starts to use the same sorts of strategies oh, yeah. um, and mental tactics as the people who victimized him when he was a child. And that's something that like went, okay, so last week I talked about like the whole Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X kind of thing. But, and there are arguments for and against that theory, of course. But when it comes to Magneto as like the representer of, or the representative of Malcolm X, this is where it starts to diverge because Malcolm X was actually very, very, nice person yeah he was protect ourselves he was like yeah you protect yourself you treat everybody with respect but if somebody comes at you then you have every right to defend yourself but magneto is not doing that he's not taking that philosophy at all he's actually taking on a lot or inheriting a lot of the philosophies that he learned from the third from Reich. Hitler, yeah. From I Hitler. mean, last issue That's he took over a couple issues ago. He took over a country and set up a mm-hmm. nuclear device. For it's like sake. it's like when you're abused, like when somebody is like mm-hmm. abused, and you can it's confirm like this. But like when somebody is abused, sometimes they pass on that abuse to you, and the only way that you feel like you can offset the pain is by abusing somebody else in the same way. Yeah. It perpetuates the cycle. It perpetuates the cycle. But you Absolutely. add narcissism and trauma to an omega class Sociopathy. mutant. Sociopathy. Yeah. But one thing to also. To an omega class mutant. Stan yeah. Lee and, and, and Jack or John Kirby. Which Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby. They're white people. Listening to what you just said a second ago, and this this could just be me, but as a white person, as a, I feel like I'm somewhat, I know somewhat, well, I know enough about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Jr. to just do able to draw some differences but in my head if i were to say if someone were to say tell me the difference between the two mm-hmm. i would have said martin luther king jr is more compassionate and i would have immediately gone to malcolm x was probably more militant militant and warlike that, that's yeah. the idea that i've had when you just said that i had like a little aha moment like that's nice. just that's just like a that might just be a way that people viewed mm-hmm. these two men whether or not it's true yeah. Well, I think it's a it comes down to a dualistic mentality and I think that we as in the western world especially we are sort of raised to think in terms of dualism that binary uh, the everything. binary and everything everything is on a uh, but everything is on a spectrum though mm-hmm. it should and be really, we, yeah there is no ultimate good and there is no ultimate evil as a matter of fact they interweave with each other just as intricately as masterminds Thorny brambles. Sure, sure. And, and, you know, frankly, when we have the civil rights discussion, we can't not throw in people like Stokely Carmichael and Bayard Rustin Mm -hmm. and and, uh, so many others and and, uh, black women and where they fit into all of this. If we adapt this into queer theory as well, we have Uh a lot of thoughts about gay people. Just like, can't you just do it behind closed doors? Keep your life very private and quiet. And then we've got Pride, who are like, fuck what you think, we're going to live our, our, our lives. Mm-hmm. And there's some similarities oh, yeah. here as well, yes. right? Totally. Like, uh, behind closed doors versus, like, mm-hmm. out and proud. I mean, think about Angel and the way he has to wear a straight jacket right, every right. time he wants to pass, quote-unquote, as a human. And Cyclops being so afraid of harming anyone if he, yeah. if, you know. I yeah, yeah. not stop thinking about the parallels of the term straight jacket since i listened to the first episode yeah, yeah. straight jacket is <laughs> you know heteronormativity and straight jacket are basically synonymous in my head yeah exactly but that's another conversation <laughs> i love that we can go deep dirty and then have these like philosophical like, <laughs> i love it too i love it too Okay, okay, so back Charles to the issue. Charles <laughs> <laughs> so, so back to the issue. Uh, yeah. the, the Brotherhood has now fled, leaving the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver behind, and Namor wants to defend the Scarlet Witch, so he attacks the X-Men, and they, they do not because do very the well. the Submariner commands you to obey the female. Set Quicksilver <laughs> Obey the female! I mean, <laughs> Namor humiliates the Beast, then he humiliates Angel, then he humiliates Cyclops, and uh, finally Professor X is like, oh, I, I've been mentally controlling Quicksilver. Let me free him Because now. of course he was because that's what Professor X does with anyone that gets in his oh, way. So yep. because, Say it with me, friends. It's so rapey. <laughs> Professor so X is Charles also is extraordinarily beautiful. narcissistic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 oof. That's a whole other conversation. I mean, wait until we get to the last panel again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are set freed. Uh, uh, Magneto has one more plan to try to destroy the island. If, if he does, he does the jilted X. If, if I can't have you, Namor, then no one will. No one will. Uh, <laughs> but he has lost another base now. The X Men know where he is, so his he, island. Although is his, ever, it's he's like Doctor Robotnik in the Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> franchise. Every single place that Dr. Robotnik <laughs> builds on Sonic comes and just fucking destroys it. And then it, there's the next game. It ends in explosion. But also, yeah. can we talk about the fact that he calls his ship the Magno ship? Uh-huh. Like, how Batman <laughs> does that sound? Well, I mean, <laughs> the same exact thing. Oh, I mean, no. Professor X calls his team the X-Men. Well, I know, but... but there's something about the Magno ship. Yeah, and he just the had Magno asteroid ship. M. Yeah. Yeah, he's there's yeah. some narcissism here. Welcome to the podcast of Chad. You are all my Chad men. Like, no, I'm not. That's not a thing. I like, um, so I before, be we go, before we go too far, I wanted to talk about the, the Care Bear stare on page 19. What? So we've you talked all about Prince's, Prince Namor's powers, but you never talked about his Care Bear power. Oh, yeah, yeah. The beast, oh, yeah. The beast bounces off of him. So there's just this Panel huge one, beam y'all. of light coming from his navel. <laughs> I think the beast just bounced off him. Uh, is that what that's Yeah, depicting? I think that's what happened. Oh, that's God. Because even your bestial attack cannot affect one whose body is able to withstand the indescribable indescribable pressures at the very bottom of the sea. Okay, and I feel, sometimes this writing gets so lazy because they're just it indescribable. Really no, describe it. <laughs> Seriously. This is why, this is why you're a writer. <laughs> yes, yes. I totally agree. So, uh, these stare. images... <laughs> These images of Magneto activating his giant magnet, which amplifies his power, and he's trying to crush Namor, who just exerts his own will, which then destroys the magnet and totally. like sends everything cascading away. He In like, Dragon okay, Ball Z like... worlds, that's perfectly relevant. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't see any problem with that. Absolutely. Just, this is he's not super saying <laughs> You just he's flex your pecs and your shirt rips enough. open. Yeah. Like, okay, so this is okay, so we're talking about the last page mm-hmm. of the issue. The first panel has this super muscular guy with his legs spread and his <laughs> and his hands in the air. Um, Colton Ford, I'm ready for you. He says, "No, that's not what he says." But then he just like slams his hands down really, really hard, and that destroys everything. Because he flexes his more than it's human just, muscles. Because he flexes, bro. Obviously, like taut steel bands. <laughs> Oh, Talk about the vapors. Well, and oh then speaking God. of writing, it's just it's a force beyond the power of human understanding. Beyond and, the power of human, and human words. I don't know and what the words. I don't know what the word count is on these last two pages, but, but there are so many goddamn yeah, words. And then he just walks away and leaps back like, into the sea. I know that was it, was, uh-huh. it seemed like there it's should have so been more majestic. of a transition there. Do you remember though? I like, heard he, like a Lana Del Rey song <laughs> during these pa- Will you still love me when I'm no longer young? Beautiful. You know, stop there. We got to pay for it. You know. Oh, fuck. You're right. <laughs> you know that Namor listens to Lana Del Rey under the ocean. Right? Oh, there's. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. That Amos. Depression poor me. But you know, you, I, I, you know uh, we said earlier he weakens when he uses a lot of his powers and he needs the water to replenish him. Maybe he's just uh. done. Uh, but he's also he's also thinking a little earlier about how the Scarlet Witch is lovely, but he can't have another woman on his mind. You maladjusted Greg Lou Gaines, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm okay, serious. So dramatic how he goes. Back I love Greg Greg Lou Gaines, by the way. But this guy, <laughs> Mag- this is I don't with, know. without a word, without a backward glance, the <laughs> awesome Namor rises and slowly, imperiously. imperiously. Approaches the sea. <laughs> we forgot to mention earlier, the beast calls him uh, oh, a, yeah, yeah. A, a piscatorial, piscatorial pirate. Piscatorial I love, pirate. I love Beast with his like <laughs> big words, and I like literally have to look them up sometimes, despite the that, fact that I'm a college-educated yeah, yeah, like male and a writer. Here's a, here's a question for you. Do you think that between the first issue and now, Professor X, like upped his intellect and that's why he's like that's because the the reason why is because like okay another reference to another show american horror story coven Mm -hmm. when the the, you know the the uh the guy that um the 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 frankenstein guy like uh he's he gets torn apart they put him back together and he's like yeah yeah," for like (laughs) most of the series but then 
Uh, the Supreme, Fiona, she snaps her fingers and ups his mental capacity so that he can actually talk like a real boy, right? There are examples in the later X-Men comics of telepaths that will, like, download whole languages into your brain. So, yeah. like, here like you the go, Matrix. blink, Matrix Taylor, style. you now speak yeah. Russian. That's the dream. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Uh-huh. I know Kung Fu. Okay. I know Jiu-Jitsu. So, Wait, as the... Could... Sorry. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, they, could, they might just be setting the scene for some more, for more, like in-depth like fighting the bad guy so it's more than just hey let's go fight him it's like we might need to figure out a really smart way so let's throw in an advanced math book that beast is reading and let's <laughs> let him start using big words so when he starts strategizing really intelligently it's not a surprise no because you want to offset the idea beast there's there's got to be a purposeful dichotomy there beast you think mm. animalistic and not smart but in time smart. in in this series uh in the 60s series in time we will see flashbacks to the x-men's earlier lives and beast is like a football player but he also is like an academic an academic yeah oh, okay. so it, it holds true uh, okay. But I love that he starts using it in battle now. Perhaps his battle <laughs> confidence is increasing and he can use giant words well, now. Then, mm. Get this, but someone even said, like, your big words, are, you're going to need more than big fancy words to beat me. Where? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who said it. I think it's Namor. <laughs> Again, the beast in the comics now is reprehensible, so I love going back to old beast here. It's so much fun. Okay, so we move forward. Uh, in the final three panels, we have a lot of stuff that gets wrapped up. Magneto throws a fit. And like lashes out at Mastermind with a zap, and he calls Toad a brainless gargoyle. Uh, Quicksilver <laughs> and Scarlet Witch choose to return to Magneto because they still feel like they have loyalty to him. And then we get this final panel drop, and I'll I'll let Heather read this panel. What does Marvel Girl have to say? Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh God! She says. I'm glad to see them go. That witch is much too attractive. Gene, honey, women lift each other up. <laughs> Not tear them down. Right. And then Angel's coming in to be the hero right behind her. No something, Genie? So are you. <laughs> no one even commented on her new cat mask or hairdo. <laughs> She's they feeling might have upset. Off panel. <laughs> and then luckily they have another pirate ship. It's Magneto's boat. And so they, they can still, get home. Still another ship. <laughs> Uh, and then my favorite thing, I don't think this is in your issue. In the old 60s one, we get a final page a special pinup. Pin up page we get a pinup of, of Cyclops. Oh! I love Look how at it that says, stance. Sincerely, Sincerely yours, Scott, Scott Summers. That might be okay. a filler. So I'm, I'm reading, uh, for those that are at home, I'm reading the X Men Epic Collection. Uh, so I think perhaps this image comes from a later X-Men issue, but they've just put the page here. But oh. this image of Cyclops uh, uh, just kind of blasting, I think it's kind of fantastic. Is he riding on an Iron Man glider? What's happening I there? think it's a rock. Oh, okay. But can it actually be considered pinup if he's not even sort of naked? Yes. It's still a pinup. Yes, because <laughs> you, you can pin still up? pin it yeah. up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, so let's pass, in, let's pass this around. Next issue is called The Return of the Blob. Let me get oh, your preliminary fuck. reactions to next week's color <gasps> cover. The, the Blob. Blob. Blob is back. I fucking Also, Kofi. Oh, do your blob laugh again, Taylor. My blob laugh? Yeah, do you remember? You did like Damn it, Blobby. Yeah, yeah. I was like that. Okay, as I pass this, I need y'all to notice Beast's face. And his foot. Well, I'm more... No He's, like, cross-eyed. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, okay. Beast face. Beast face. Beast face. Where, right. where is Beast? The, the giant feet. sliding. Slipping. He's got his giant feet. Oh, oh, yeah. He is all kinds of cockeyed. <laughs> what? So we have had uh, the X-Men face Magneto and the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants multiple okay. times. We've had the Vanisher. We've had uh, uh, the Blob. But now the Blob comes back. Okay, I like so how it says, I assume I just picture like boots. a Swamp Thing type thing no. with the Blob. I'm not familiar enough. This is he, just a big fat guy. Big he's just a, like a little three foot tall fat You're man. You're thinking of that movie <laughs> where the Blob was like quivering red flesh with tentacles. <laughs> Like, don't get me started, Sweet. Taylor. We're supposed to be professionals. <laughs> oh, oh! You mentioned tentacle porn. <laughs> oh yeah. Tentacles. I I kind of forgot that I did that, but um, like this. Okay, so well, who cephalopods. Is, uh, final question for everybody: Who is your favorite character from this issue? And do you have a single favorite moment, either because it was fantastic or simply ridiculous? So I think oh, this is hard because. I feel like I always say like the same people because they continue to be my favorites. But I really that's okay. Love Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Sure. I love their dynamic together. I love how they are. Neither of them are willing to give up on the other, no matter what. And I and I know that they don't do good things at certain points in their lives. But as a sibling unit, 
I love it. They're pretty great here. They are pretty mm. great. And uh, there's so many awful moments. I can't mm-hmm. choose one. The, uh, either your favorite or your or the most ridiculous. I know. That's why I'm like the most ridiculous. There's so many. I would have to say either Scarlet Witch accidentally hexing <laughs> Namor because she goes to tap him on the fucking shoulder. Yeah, that one's pretty crazy. Or that last Swear panel. God, this never happens. When... <laughs> 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 or that last panel when Jean's like, she's too pretty. And it's like, bitch, uh-huh. please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taylor, how about you? Um, You know, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Namor. I, I like... I like him. Um, I like the well because I know like as far as okay, I, I I'm a I'm a fan of Aquaman too, and so I know that he's tied in with with that as well, and so so I really I really liked him, um, but I also as usual like Jean Grey didn't do as much this time, but I still like her a lot. Yeah, I feel um, like she barely appeared in this issue. She, didn't really she so only much. came up in the end. Well, she well, came in the beginning to she cook. She made dinner. Yeah. She made dinner. And then she talked about how... <laughs> tea and pickles. She tea also and pickles, pickles, y'all. She also pickles reminded Iceman to use his manners. <laughs> yes. Although she did dizzy up Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that's true. true. So she, she, she and I liked Quicksilver a lot. I liked Quicksilver a lot. We got to see him showcase his powers. And like useful ways though yeah yeah except for when he was but you know okay so my first choice is namor because all he wears is a speedo and he's super muscular <laughs> and there's that spread eagle page and i'm kind of a pervert like that so you know just uh, mm, body yaddy yaddy they say uh but but yeah um and then what was the other question uh your favorite panel or the most ridiculous panel i think my favorite panel um is the one where they're like they're like uh going through the when they're the brambles, the brambles, it it, it kind of reminds me of like Sleeping Beauty, you yeah. know. Oh, oh sure, sure. totally. And, Masterminds illusion. And the That's way that they great ending, God. the way that they rendered the textures of the wood, and the bark of the thorns was really cool. And I saw reflections of that like in the, in the clouds and the cliff face. Oh wow. Too so. You know, I I really I really appreciated the 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 the, the, the art is getting better. Yeah, yeah, it just keeps getting better and better, and it continues to and, improve. Oh, we didn't yeah. comment on this, but Mastermind calls Magneto Mastermind once in this issue too. <laughs> okay, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Chad, you're such a Corey sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, you're such a Chad. <laughs> what was your favorite Corey? Uh, so my favorite panel was easily, uh, let's see, page eight, uh, the last, the last three here. So we've got Beast falling down. We've got Marvel Girl, Marvel Girl doing this really awesome Matrix backwards bend. Oh, yeah. But she's right beneath him. Sure. So he's going to be falling directly on her, but no, no, no. Leave it to me, Gene. Mr. Snowman himself. Nothing like a nice, soft, mushy pile of snow Jizz. for a fella to land in. <laughs> and then you see Beast land in the snow. But what happened to Jean? Did he land on top of <gasps> Where her? did she go? Exactly. You're exactly right. What the fuck happened to Jean? <laughs> she she is sophisticated. She's, uh, she's sophisticated. She's, she's side, suffocating underneath she, the... Hey, hey. It was still the cook's day off, so she went back to the kitchen. Just kidding. Where's Jean? I don't know. She better be in the goddamn kitchen. Make me a goddamn sandwich. Who was your... craving pie. Who was your favorite character? Favorite character. So I like a good pickle compo. I really love, like, the... The torture that's going on in his head, and just him dealing Who's? with it. Magneto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. him, like in, he's pretty. He's pretty one faced character right here. So I'm probably drawing a lot from like the movies and stuff. But uh, one thing I liked about Magneto in this one is he's not just his idea. His whole thing is I need to go out. I'm going to do it myself, and I'm in charge, and only me. But he at least was smart enough as a villain to be like, I'm going to use this pawn. And now yeah. he's got Scarlet Witch and he's got Quicksilver. Like, he's smart enough to be like, I'm going to use these people. So, speaking objectively, he's becoming a better villain. Yeah, he's becoming a lot more cunning. I like him, but I hate him in this issue. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. So, before I answer my own question, two more nerd deep dives. Number one, uh, Professor X, we learn way, way later, uh, that he has had involvement with Namor in the past. 
in recent years mm. in which Namor was being traumatized by Death memories of the, of the war. And Professor X helped try to settle those memories down. Mm -hmm. And that's partly why Namor is kind of mentally ill later. He has all of this personality oh. problems because there's these memories that exist. It's a long story. I don't have time to tell it all right now. But there's a history there that we didn't know. It's like Professor X stirs the pot of Namor, Namor has a long history in the Marvel Universe. The but there is a point when he joins the X-Men. He's a member of the team for an extended period of time. Uh, so he's like Spike with Buffy. Like you just... yeah. You're absolutely right. He's like Spike with Buffy. Yeah. Spike. I Except love I Spike, like Spike too. a lot. Buffy Spike like Shipper for sure. Uh, I, you know what? Spike is, yeah. So my favorite character in this issue is Namor as well. I have a kind of a fondness for him. He, uh, He's delicious to look at sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I love, the campy, so well. I love the campy ankle Those wings. Eyebrows. I love the arrogance that's just un like unforgivable. It's fantastic. And I am really pissed off my my most problematic panel magneto is not a telepath god damn it uh, right? i know oh the gosh. continuity like specialist in me gets you, so pissed yeah, off that they did that in this tough. issue it's yeah. like i just have to try to fill in the blanks did he use a machine did he have some help did he like it just makes did me he see for me it works better just, or Laurie you know what? they just want to establish how how the he's the only one that can come close to professor x and professor x is the the, the goat of that is not how so magnets far, work or... <laughs> that's not how science <laughs> not how works Corey. also ice on your pie does not work either no they, they it's just coffee, ice on so a pie cream and sugar on the table maybe mm. he used that maybe he stirred it in but you gotta lap. stir it you gotta you gotta make a solution first <laughs> all right <laughs> everybody <laughs> anyway thank you so much for being here for gray malkin lane i hope you had a good time uh please share us if you're enjoying share us with your friends uh like and subscribe and help us get the word out we would love to share this with more people we're having a blast making this uh and every every share every comment every uh every connection helps we are on twitter under gray malkin lane the podcast and on instagram as well so please find us we're uh we're uh, on instagram we're running uh day, like daily quizzes and uh sharing lots of content from the original issues that you can see from here so both on twitter and on instagram we hope to see you there uh we'll see you back next week for the return of the blob Goodbye now.